Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Center for Christian Music Studies at Baylor University. This podcast was recorded at the 2010 Alleluia Conference. In this session entitled, Stone Upon Stone and Get Your Ducks in a Row, Charlotte McElroy describes the groundwork that must be established in preschool and younger children's choirs. Listeners will learn teaching sequences for the elements of music as well as for spiritual truths. To learn more about the Alleluia Conference, visit us online at www.baylor.edu slash alleluia. We've done quarter note and eighth note. Now, by 
doing that little exercise, which just goes with them. And uh, I did that today because that's the title of my session. But if you were my priesthood choir and Another big mistake I see, and I always, I always have love that they say that they're waiting for the persecution to go by, and some crazy person has given the two and three-year-old that <laughs> the first day of Bible study, you know, and of course it's Tylenol, and then, you know, everybody's taking Tylenol, you know, right? <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's so funny because the children would have a better time if they learned to go into the body first, and then. We did. God is my friend. Um, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Now, did you notice what I'm doing here? Did that go? I am doing the motions of you, but what am I not doing? I'm not at my feet. Making standalone my feet. Even in priesthood, you must let your gifts out. You don't give a tiny little hand extra. <laughs> uh, you don't need to do it. They need to start listening and hearing their own voices. One of the main reasons children uh, want to stand on their own is because they've never heard the sound of their own voices in all two years. So even if you copy me or echo me, uh, I'm not. And then, here again, y'all kind of, y'all are getting that list, so we might go to something, um, be my echo again. God is my best friend. 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 Jesus is my good friend. Jesus is my good friend. Jesus is my good friend. Unless we do this, we can't be completely bilateral. And even with you, did you see what happened when we went from here to here? What happened to the right? It got a little messy. So what did I do at this point? I let it go. As you are adults, I'm training all of you how to come meet with the little people and be with me for Christmas time. And even with adults, we didn't do quite so well when we took them to church this year. And you know why? Because they were this was violated. Now, the reason I'm starting with this kind of point is because it's so important. And this is the point with a lot of us not believers. We, we don't know how to engage the children at this level, whether they're sixth grade or three-year-old. So we just kind of muddle through, and then we can't figure out why they can't play three quarter notes when they're young musicians or why they can't play quarters of it's because they never had enough of this. So if you will look back at those orange things again, these are the three essential must-do, gotta-have in priesthood choir. I have seen people do as many as 15 or 20 things to keep in priesthood choir. And by priesthood, I mean all priesthood. Priesthood's for everybody. But I'm telling you, those are the three things they gotta have. Everything else is They've got to have listening skills, they've got to have steady boots, and they have to find their tin 
Now we might take that phrase and we get on the 
And then I was doing some of the programs around the lunch and then they go back to three or something seconds ago, you know, two years. But um, I'll have to tell you this because we're going to move into time and training again. But um, as, uh, as, as Ada has been to me, and she's always just so sweet and understanding, I would do with her what I did with my own children and what I did in the first year of life. And I would use a little, um, and I, I assume y'all know this, and, and I don't mean to, um, I never know with a group of people, you know, if I'm talking down or anything. So <laughs> if, I'm, if, if you don't, if you've heard all this stuff, it's a zillion times just so I'll move on. Um, but I'm going to review it for those of you who may not. You know, the sound that every child can make is astounding. It's a, it's a real lovely sound. And it goes, <laughs> would y'all repeat me, please? Be my copycat. <laughs> and it seemed kind of reinforcing to me to have grandchildren because it was very interesting. The seven-month-old would do it. He kind of goes, he does it with a growly kind of going, but y'all know what that is? Okay, do y'all know about descending minor thirds? Y'all gotten that far yet? <laughs> All right. It, it's the most interesting thing to me about music. I, I, I will just tell y'all, things are fascinating to me about music. Just among a lot of things, is that everything is so well designed and so arranged. And the little bitty baby sound that a man had to do the descending minor third. I listened to my seven month old grandson. And he kind of does it with this growling. So where do you think you're going to begin in making up songs for children for that descending minor third? And don't, don't let this be contrived. The best way to do it is to take a phrase that the children have said or to take a little Bible card and to Ooh, ooh, you miss your mommy. Ooh, ooh, 
<laughs> God made your mommy and mommy's coming back. Woo! You know, <laughs> we've got a whole song going now, and you would be surprised how a child will do it. Pretty soon they're going, mommy's coming back. Woo! You know, <laughs> but it is that simple to do to protect that. And then for those of you who study Pentecost spell, after you do the wine, So then it becomes, I don't like it, and you know, they all know that. Universal Childhood Channel, everywhere. So then you can make up your story now. Now, hold me secret. Is it most important that they match my pitch or simply that they hide and hide? Do not do a wash if you're a preschooler. And vocal exploration, boys and girls, if you do not ever hold it in your normal size echo, is it good, more active? <laughs> active. Whee! Whee! You gotta do it with your arms too. Whee! <laughs> Can anybody tell me why we're putting our body in it? It's visual it's representation. Visual. It's visual, but it's also kinesthetic. The child needs to put the sound in their body. When you go to the Kadayu workshops, when you go to the body spell stuff that Paul does, you're putting sound in the body. Just follow the child, and more importantly, this put that sound in their body. Like I said, it shouldn't change at all the relationship to child. It fits right in with older children. If older children come in my choir and they want to, they might not want to do it. I'm having for years. Guess what? Guess what? If you don't start putting some sound in their body and letting them, they will never get out of it. There's got to be some kinesthetic involvement for them to feel that higher blood. So, you know, you just keep echoing it.
that you can make kids precious and flip them to buy one back. And, you know, it's just, she did such a wonderful job in those simple ways and, and doing those good things. But here again, you're going to see less of these kind of funny things that you need to do with grace and mercy today. I'm telling you, those traits, plus the spiritual that intertwine them, are the biggest. Now, stop and think to me, how many of you do all this kind of stuff? Raise your hand. Does any of this have anything to do with our story? It sure does. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you have a fourth grader, rock band, and they ain't got this, what can you do with it? Nothing. You're going to have to go back to your steady B, go back, find your singing voice, go back, match this. Now, a lot of you are doing older children. You're frustrated because maybe all your kids aren't matching chords. You don't have any purpose in their words. You know, they can't play little rhythm patterns, even the simplest ones for an instrument. There's a problem. There's a problem right there. These are basics. And you got to do them. I mean, how many? I, I was reminded the other day with my four grandchildren. What did they do?
Agora já está na figura, está na figura. Close your eyes and see that side. Do not open your eyes. I have a picture with a big rubber stamp, lipstick, <laughs> and she's going to come around and put that on your cheek. <laughs> okay. So everybody close their eyes and see if you can still be my echo. So, as you echo me, you have to be watching me for the next round. You really don't. We start kind of slow, 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 and never end. You start four beats after I start. But while you do what I do, you've got to watch for the next one. See how we've taken the very same concept and we've turned it into an activity for older children. Full involved cooking, full involved pretty baby. We still involved our body, we still need to be involved. Can you follow me from here? This is how you get your children to listen. My older children love for me to sing to them when I sing to them. And I, I come in and I go, okay, I've made up some emotions. <laughs> never, 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 never. And I make them really hard. I, I quit doing the, the claps and the swing. And, and swear now, when the fourth graders come in, the older children, you better watch her. <laughs> and there's nothing going on if they don't get me. It's just, you know, they just eat this up. But that's why I'm saying you're taking the same listening and steady there. Um, tongue matching. I'll do more of this, but basically you take that same, you know, six, three, uh, five through six, and then add some more to it, and we do scripture songs. Uh, you can do whole stories. Um, let me give you an example. So, for preschool, remember we can do our little No dog, no fish, no buzzing bee, no hills, no grass, no flowers of the tree. I thought it was fun. He knew what to do. Uh, it's meant to encourage us to have fun. You know, and then we can start, we might do this.
very first day. Can we get this sign up? You can pull this. This is, is, is um, during the Bible school. This was their master. And I was the master there. But then, let's say we want to do older things. But I could give them a scripture verse right out of the book and give them
Well, get on the soapbox early this week. <laughs> if I ever stand up, if I rise from the dead, it's true. It's going to be because one more church person has told me that's reading those studies I'm going to share with you are because of these two pastor friends are because they like it. Yes, yes, yes. Kids fun, they like it. One more kid. Kids.
Daddy B, listening, finding your singing voice. Okay. This is my speaking voice. This is my speaking voice. This is my shouting voice. This is my shouting voice. This is my singing voice. This is my singing voice. Why do you think I Then we go to whisper because they've learned to win the competition. The reason. 
do have a two-and-a-half-year-old. Well, we'll go right on to shouting. But I'll tell you why the shouting and, and singing together is because those are the two that children most need when you start singing, especially if you come in and say, sing louder. Yeah. And by the way, parents have that say, sing bigger, you know, sing from down here. I try not to use, I tell the boys when they're loud and loud that they're together. Mm -hmm. But if you, um, Anyway, I put shouting before singing to just differentiate that and make them hear that difference. Okay, without looking. And then, of course, number four is always. Always the same. Embedded in everything, intertwined in everything. All right, younger children, three biggies. Tone matching. Rhythm. Rhythm. Rhythm steady bass. Music rhythm. You've got to start that music rhythm. You've got to start that music rhythm. Now, older children, what are the activities older children can do in the song? Mm -hmm. You just present it. The only thing that changes is if they learn how to sing. Present it on a higher level. Then you learn it. And cut it out. <clears throat> Dear Father, thank you that you have designed not only the way we develop rhythm, but the way we develop music, and that you had a plan for us, and that you long to reclaim that plan that you had for us. And Father, Father, help us not to isolate children, but to go with them, and to understand that their develop developmental milestones in life are uniquely important, and that we need to follow them. And Father. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. To learn more about the Alleluia Conference, visit us online at www.baylor.edu slash alleluia.